Hello everyone, welcome back to Momentum Podcast. Let's get started again. This is another solo one and in solo one, I basically discuss your questions one by one. There are so many questions that needs to be discussed. I think the best way to discuss all of them is just one by one, discuss them straight up in a podcast like this. Now, a lot of times Momentum Podcast has guests, but for the last 10 to 20 episodes, I have started doing solo ones as well, just to address the questions of the crowd now another thing that you might notice apart from my hair getting super short (laughs) now i decided to cut it out because uh, summer is coming and uh, definitely can't handle that much hair with this much amount of heat so temperature getting hotter and hotter every day just like this channel just like the host of this channel and uh, thus we have to adapt that's what humans do but what i was getting at is one thing that you might have noticed is that this has an ARP number. So we generally run three, four different podcasts. So one goes by this Momentum Podcast, which is definitely the oldest. I started it originally in 2019, but mainly picked up space in 2020. The other one is uh, Spacecast, which is on space science and technology, highly technical. Uh, the third one is Talk and Fire Podcast. And the fourth one, I reiterate myself that fourth one was actually the first one. It started uh, with the name of Talk Blogs. Now we are changing the name and we are going to call it Talk Talks. Actually, there was a podcast called Talk Talks as well where I used to talk about martial arts, but then I thought that is too many. So just coincide Talk Blogs and Talk Talks and we are going to now call it Talk Talks. But in total, I've made actually more than 100 podcasts. But still, if you look at Momentum Podcast, it was close to like 45 Talk and Fire podcast close to 40, Spacecast 11 or 12. So they are continu- they are going to continue to have their own independent numbers, but I want to combine it under the name of Ashish Ranjan podcast, ARP, simple as that. And uh, the major reason for that is that in the audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you are going to get only one single platform, right? Now, if you don't want to complicate it. And over there, it was called Ashish Ranjan podcast forever. And thus, I want to just bring the podcast together. Three of it is anyways hosted by me only. The fourth one is hosted by me or co-hosted by me, mainly hosted by Komal. You might check it out. It's actually pretty good. But anyways, I have like a bunch of topics that I would like to discuss. Let's see how far we are going to get because I like to discuss topics in huge amount of detail. So I want to discuss about career discuss- Sorry, career decisions life struggles uh, i want to touch into relationship because it has been a while I, last time i discussed about relationship was probably independently three years ago or so i want to talk about uh, students or people struggling fe- uh, how they deal with festivals i have actually got a board in front of you in front of me so maybe i'm going to share a screenshot of how it actually goes the everything goes in here like the planning thing the weekly planning the daily planning goes over here and maybe i'm going to give you a look now i also want to talk about this whole thing going on for the last 5 to 10 years of topper interviews on youtube uh, how good is it and how much it is going to help and how you should take it so that it is positive for you and a couple of more things also uh, just before starting the podcast i had also dropped a community post that hey i'm going to do a solo podcast so 
if you have some questions please put it out here and i'm going to take a couple of questions from there as well the good ones all right so let's begin well i woke up super early today i woke up at 5 a.m that's because i slept at 9 p.m itself last night now i preach all the time that waking up early is always the better thing to do and uh, there's there's no there's no scenario in which waking up late is going to be much better than waking up early although a lot of artists claim that the night gives me silence and i get time alone to think a lot which is correct as well like when i write i prefer to write at night also but but same silence is also present early in the morning like today i woke up at five o'clock and from five to eight three hours i continuously spent time writing and there was absolutely no noise it is a completely silent time of the day right and uh, staying awake at night a lot of people will argue it is better only the reason the only reason would be that uh, it is just easier it is much easier to stay awake than to wake up early in the morning and right now if you if you want to know when i'm recording i'm recording at 10:50 so i've had my dinner i'm going to record it for let us say 1 hour and then i'm going to directly go to sleep and aim to wake up at least like seven o'clock in the morning but last night was different like i slept somewhere on nine or ten o'clock and then woke up automatically without any alarm like five o'clock it reminded me that it really does have humongous amount of benefit and since summer is turning around i think it would be easy for a lot of you guys to wake up earlier so for a long time close to one year i stayed or lived in a place called kalpakkam Kalpakkam, if you do not know, is uh, close to two hundred kilometers from Chennai. I'm not sure, but at that time I used to know. Now it is on the coast, that is east coast of India and southern part, in the state of Tamil Nadu. So it's pretty hot over there, and uh, it was so hot. Obviously, we did not have any air conditioners or even like coolers. now i think about it and my head blows that why didn't we at least have coolers but we did not and the summer was so hot over there that every morning i used to wake with with my my bed wet not with my piss but with my sweat every morning and i'm pretty sure that it used to happen to almost everyone over there it was that hot over there but the easiest thing over there you know was to wake up because it is easy to wake up in summer winter it is difficult you're a hero you, you should give you should enroll yourself as a superhero if you are able to wake up automatically on your own 5 am every morning in winters let us say delhi winters or sikkim winters but uh, summer it would be much easier and since summer is right around the corner and places like delhi it is on your gate right now knocking on your head so those places i think that you should start having a building a habit of waking up early why it is always beneficial is that number one it builds a routine that is healthy now i've talked a lot about circadian rhythm and how sleep actually works like it is not an on and off switch that at any point i turn the sleep on and my cycles will go for the next 8 hours if you go to sleep somewhere around 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning it is going to direct directly jump you into that deep sleep 
and it is not the most healthy way to sleep because your sleep cycle is highly impacted by sunlight itself so when we were developing genetically or the way that we developed or evolved we are we have evolved for the past 10000 years but right now the the latest technology of electricity and having light late at night has been like 200 years old right in india i would say like majority of the places like less than 100 years old so we are not really trained for that we have not evolved like that so our brain or our body naturally wants to be sleeping when it is dark and wants to be awake when it is bright outside because our whole body is dependent on sunlight everything on earth is dependent on the very source of every life on earth that is sun so naturally your daily cycle or routine is highly dependent on sun okay sorry about that but i have to keep my phone on because i might get some important messages or calls coming back to the point so elaborated it even in a better manner in that whole podcast dedicated to sleep you can go through it but for those reasons waking up early is always going to be advantageous not only that working out in the morning is always better than working out in the evening if you are into workouts and all especially if you are trying to lose some weight because early morning is the best time for cardio and the worst part about working out at night time or evening time a lot of people have seen like when i was in bangalore uh, there was a gym which used to be open 24 hours at least till the lockdown and all started but that gym was open 24 hours and even after the lockdown it was open till 11 o'clock and there were boys lifting weights over there a lot of times 9 o'clock 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night <laughs> a lot of times i was among those so that's not the best thing to do because when you are working out right after that your body sends a signal to your brain which the body does not properly understand but the signal is a fight or flight signal like you are putting extreme amounts of load on your body and the brain thinks that you're in a fight or flight situation like a tiger is chasing you or something so it naturally wants to stay awake you would hate it if your brain falls asleep when a tiger is chasing you or at least one hour or two hours after because the threat is there so that is how human beings evolved you need to understand these things to understand why it is so important to wake up early in the morning so i have always preached about it go to my oldest videos and i'm not talking without experience i started waking up early in the morning in 2012 when i got into college before that i used to stay awake till 4 o'clock in the morning but i had to change because i knew these benefits because of the science behind it so i started to change it and for straight up four years in my college i always used to wake up 5:30 in the morning and after that during my delhi days obviously classes used to start at 8 o'clock which means that 7 o'clock you have to be at the gate so maybe a story for some other day online students maybe will not understand how things were back then so 7 o'clock you have to be over there so at least 6 o'clock you have to wake up to properly have a bath or things like that so so if you want to study as well i have i have woken up as early as 4 o'clock in the morning but always used to at least wake up 5 o'clock in the morning 
so there goes five years of experience of waking up early in the morning and after that i went into brc and all that happened is continuation of preparation for my next examination that was isro and i continued the same routine and i even added gym early in the morning which i did not in delhi till february or oh, and after february i joined a gym in delhi as well which helped me a lot so maybe we can discuss later how to balance gym workout and studies along with your let, let us say job or higher studies if you want to balance all of those because one day i got a telephonic consultancy call where a guy was asking about these things and i thought that i have not really talked about this that well there are few videos that i've made on fitness over there i've talked about how you should focus more on maintenance and not on growth when you're having some examination coming up maybe you can check it out uh, but the point is that in that time also i was waking up wake, i was waking up early in the morning so and after that i joined isro and in isro also i continued the same routine because in isro a lot of times what you faced was overtime so all of a sudden five o'clock you'll find out that you have to stay till eight o'clock and it was not certain at all so if you plan on going to the gym late at night that means that sometimes you will be able to do it and sometimes you won't be able to do it and me and my friend two of us were very consistent there were a lot of people who used to jump in all of a sudden two days later jumped out then again they are again motivated because maybe they watched some Arnold Schwarzenegger video and they again walk out so yo-yo effect I've talked about this before also much worse than not joining gym at all so we two of us always used to go early in the morning only six o'clock go to the gym by eight o'clock be back and then go to work although i was not preparing for any examination but so what i'm trying to say is that i followed this routine for the past eight to ten years and after i left isra then i had everything under my control like i can wake up when i want i can go to sleep when i want and i can plan what i have to do i don't have to report at nine o'clock in the morning i don't have to shut down my work five o'clock in the evening i control everything and i enjoyed it a lot uh, but with that a lot of times what happened is that i found myself working late at night because like i said my writing and all generally started late at night i'm working on a book currently so maybe i'll explain later but i've been writing that for the last four years now yeah very very close to four years and writing is a tough business man people who have not talked about it thought about it well writing is so difficult especially if you are doing it for the first time because you have to do it again and again and again like the whole book you have to do it again first draft the second draft the third draft the fourth draft the fifth draft because when the reader gets it they get it like a whole package and they read it from first page to last page maybe in one week or one month or so but you write the book in a flow of let us say one year or two year or three year especially if it is your first book in a lot of times you have to reiterate 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 make the change so it's a difficult process so i was pretty young at writing at that time so i started doing it whenever i felt like doing it and a lot of times i was writing late a lot of times there was some sponsored video that i had to complete on time on deadline so i had to stay awake late and then it was completely like on and off sometimes i'm waking up early sometimes i'm staying awake late and sometimes i'm 
not sleeping at all I'm sleeping eight o'clock in the morning so the whole habit changed although i did not compromise compromise with my diet i did not compromise with my workout i did not compromise with my uh, work itself i did not compromise with my passion uh, but uh, it was not the best thing to do so this is like uh, 2020 especially uh, when the covid just hit us all and i think that almost all of us can say that we lost our routine when the first lockdowns came and then i thought that this is not the best thing to do and over time i started moderating it was difficult at times because like i said sometimes my work just demands it to be done for example if a podcast is to be coming out on sunday it has to come out on sunday and if you are too late and you did not manage a lot of times this happened with talk and vibe podcast because we were we are still very regular with tnf so it has to come on sunday it will come on sunday so hook up hook up by crooked is going to come out because uh komal social social media boys that is the only thing that she does bring podcast so it has to be super regular for her so it was pretty difficult but lately at least for the past uh 3 months or so i've been super in reg- regular routine at least like waking up 7 o'clock in the morning and today when i woke up at 5 o'clock i was thinking that i cannot believe that i did not do it <laughs> i think that in 3 years of my time if i did not wake up on time uh versus if i wake up on time or early in the morning i think that 3 years can be converted into 3.5 years of work or you almost lost half a year of work if you were not regular in waking up early in the morning or at least that's what works for me a lot of people like to argue that different people have different kind of working uh my body works like this i'm better at night i'm more efficient at night i really don't buy it because like i said when you look at the genetics it's almost the same for everyone we all evolved in the same manner it's not like your genes evolved in the 1600s with lights all around we all evolved in the same manner so how come your body is different now you can argue that maybe i was one of those watchmen guys who stays awake at night nocturnal it's very rare though it's very less number of people if i if i right now uh, do a poll now how many of you guys think that you're more efficient late at night like 2 o'clock at night 3 o'clock at night i'd say that somewhere around 99% will raise their hand <laughs> because they want to believe that they are more efficient and then i'll say that how many of you guys have actually tried waking up early in the morning for a long duration let us say weeks months or sometimes even years like i did then i don't think that even one person will be able to raise their hands if if you have done it for a long stretch and still found no benefits well you have full right to stay awake late at night but the the main reason main thing is that it is difficult it is super difficult to wake up early in the morning and uh, like like i said that it comes with a cost your higher efficiency or better utilization of time it comes with a cost so it was not even topic of discussion for today but i discussed it way too long but yeah that's what i want to say and so from now on i'm focusing on waking up early in the morning sometimes it is good like artistically sometimes it is good like you got inspired and you want to create art that is when it is good to just stretch it stretch it stretch it longer and finish up whatever was you going on in your mind 
but most of you guys when it comes to especially exam preparation or developing a career in a certain field it is a thing of routine and that is why i'm not super pissed on myself when i stopped waking up that early in the morning after quitting my job because then it was more like an artistic venture which is kind of sometimes justified when you are not sleeping like uh, very early like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock right so but still even in that i found higher efficiency waking up early in the morning but especially when you are preparing for some exam or you are in some academic course and you have to be in class at certain time and your class is going to end at certain time or there's some routine uh, which is only moderated by external sources I believe that it is always going to be much more helpful to wake up on time that's what i wanted to say now a lot of you guys just can't uh, can't wake up early in the morning not because you have not tried but because of external circumstances like uh, like your family being too noisy and annoying so throughout the day it is noisy and late at night you will have to study that's the only time that you're getting peace now unless your family wakes up at four o'clock and starts shouting well i sh- <laughs> i would say that you can try once waking up early in the morning instead of staying awake late at night that is obviously better because of the reasons that i've already talked about now none of it whatever i've discussed right now is repeated from what i talked in the sleep podcast but i believe that this is something that you found extremely helpful now you can put your questions or Uh, whatever your doubts are down in the comment section i mostly speak by experience which is backed up by science and also not only my experience but experience of the people who have followed it now it really really blows my mind when i go to a seminar that i've conducted or i do a live session and so many of followers of this channel ultimately ended up adopting this waking up early in the morning so when i made those videos like uh, i think that that was called how i became a scientist which went pretty popular it was a part of my second chennai seminar so uh, the people who watched that and actually adopted it in their life it is really remarkable because i did not expect that many people to follow it because i know how difficult it is but huge amount of population actually adopted it i know this because uh, when i do art of speaking and most of the people who join art of speaking are like hardcore long time follower of this channel only then they will be able to trust me to spend like 4000 rupees for a month so those people whenever i ask a lot of them has adopted waking up early in the morning because they went through my videos which is great i cannot take any credits but i'm super happy maybe you are going to do it too but it really really helps okay now other than that pay attention at diet i'm going to make a separate video on diet because there are points that i want to discuss and i do not want to discuss it right now uh, but we can move on to the next one okay let's talk about topper interviews all right now i know a lot of them are going to pop up very soon i i know that a lot of them has even popped up the moment gate result came out uh and they are going to continue to do that for the rest of the year and then they are going to repeat the cycle again okay 
mainly the coaching institutes are going to do this uh, this is a very old uh, marketing strategy even when the youtube was not that popular you would see coaching institutes putting banners of toppers not only the thing that goes on for gate examination goes on for every examination goes on for itje examination neat examination any examination that exists all right coaching institutes are going to use this as a marketing stunt now posters are all well and good but obviously now with the youtube platform and especially videos up, uploading videos are free so it, the better way to do it would be to bring the topper itself and uh, interview him or her see number one problem is that i myself i'm culprit of that not only i have been interviewed as a topper i have uh, brought a lot of toppers on my podcast which you might have already seen more likely than the people that i've brought on my platform who maybe never ever cracked any examination or performed horribly in examinations like gate examination there are a lot of people i have brought on my platform who did not crack any examination did not perform that well but still made a good career that is important to me like you make a good career and share your experience over here on momentum podcast like every year i know a lot of toppers they come to me thank me themselves and tell me that they have performed very well in this examination i never bring them on right away because obviously i know that that will get a lot of views but i also know personally i feel that that is not the best thing to do see if a person has done something and wants to share his or her experiences wants to be on the podcast i'll definitely bring him or her on no problem with that but just hunting for toppers to bring on my platform and put like air yeah, this 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 not the correct thing to do i feel and if you think that the toppers that have been on my platform i scouted them and went to them and brought them on my platform it's not true each and every topper that has been on my platform they approached me and they let me know that they want to share their experience apart from gorav joshi because gorav joshi is like my friend okay so i said that bro you want to come and he said yeah sure and he is over here but rest all who i did not know before they approached me let me know that they want to be on the platform that's how they came over here but completely banning toppers is also wrong because obviously they have a lot of things to share which will help others so you need to go through topper interviews but in a correct manner that is what is important over here you have to be very logical and pragmatic over here understand the reality first of all you have to be smart enough to understand the whole propaganda and marketing scheme that's the first thing because you know their legit business is making a lot of money out of these toppers just by using their name and sometimes i feel that it is so easy for for coaching institutes to get these toppers to get interviewed because i have felt it myself like toppers themselves are so eager for the limelight they are just they want to be interviewed a lot of times i have seen this now obviously this might not be true for every topper but fr- from the past years when i see that toppers are coming to me and they said that i want to be on their platform to some extent i know that they want to share experience but i know that to a huge extent they just want the fame that is also true because 
a lot of time a lot of times since the last two to three years i've seen that same topper not only approaching me but approaching like five to ten different platforms all right that interview me interview me interview me which <laughs> again see here's the thing about the fame that comes and you have to listen to me for quite some time you can't just watch a five minute part of this video and then just make your judgment but i'm trying to clarify myself so there's a kind of fame that comes to the topper after you have uh, qualified some examination with a big rank right for example my video uh, in which i was interviewed by interviewer of unacademy which came on chamomile tv topper got somewhere like seven lakh views okay that is insane for what <laughs> for cracking an examination and getting a job of your interest so that is obviously kind of like a fame i have found myself being on the street and people recognizing me i've been in starbucks and the barista actually knows who i am does not happen every time but sometimes it has happened more than i can count so obviously that is a tint of fame and that has happened over years and a lot of toppers maybe are looking for that fame as well now it is completely your choice but being interviewed is not the best way to gain fame because it is very temporary and there's a very simple explanation of why it is temporary for example i was all india rank 4 in indian space research organization 2018 there were rank 4s and rank 1s rank 2s and rank 3s and rank 5s and rank 10s uh in previous years as well this has been conducting its examination since 2006 and i was not the only one getting interviewed you know that you search for it you'll find a lot of topper interviews but ultimately their name got lost which is not wrong maybe they were not hunting for it but if you just are looking for fame through the topper position then then that then that is wrong and then you need to look at that this is not the way to earn fame either so your pursuit which is obviously extremely difficult might also not give you what you are looking for so the reason why a lot of them are forgotten is because next year next stopper next year 100 more next year 100 more 10 in every stream so how how can this ever be permanent and the same coaching institute next year is going to interview some other topper next year is going to interview some other topper right so i i'm i know that it is important to discuss it over here because i know that a lot of people while writing that exam or preparing for that exam want that topper spot just for the spotlight it is going to be over there especially if you're like rank 1 or under 10 and uh, you have been interviewed for for a moment it is definitely going to be over there you're going to feel like you run the world but it is going to wipe away over time naturally for the reasons that i've already talked about so if you're preparing for that kind of fame that's the wrong thing to do and a lot of people over time has i've seen them comparing with myself that they say that ashish uh if if you were not isro topper or if you have not worked in bark then who would listen to you maybe nobody but it does not matter to me 
all right because see if you're talking worth then people are going to listen to you yes in india there's a different value of brands and tags and medals there's no doubt in that but there are a lot of youtubers which are much bigger than me and does not have any of those brand and tags and medals they're just there because of their talents their speaking skills or yeah their art they're just over there to display it but more importantly i want to say over there over here that why would you compare yourself to me because you can only compare yourself with me if you want the exact career trajectory as me otherwise why would you do that because if 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 being a topper makes someone be me then how come there are so many toppers and there's only one talk 4712 how is that possible see i am a humble guy and i'm never going to brag but these things are to be brought to your attention if you are going to think about things logically these examinations are just a way to get an education or a job fame should not have ever been attached to it and let's be honest the only reason that fame is attached to it are because of the coaching institutes you know how i know this because all you need to do is look for the same job posts but there's no coaching industry around that now physics and chemistry would not be the best example for that but you know that coaching institute industry is little bit mild in that domain right physics and chemistry people also get bark jobs they also become isro scientists but nobody interviewed them right so even that like months of fame that momentary fame that maybe mechanical engineer or electronics engineer would get after getting the same job they would not get even that because there's no strong coaching institute around that so the whole idea of toppers or fame attached to being a topper is because of the coaching institutes like i said it is a marketing stunt now with that said now i'm going to talk about how you should look at it when you are looking at some toppers interview see number one thing that you need to understand is that a lot of toppers huge majority of them comes from a very brilliant academic background the first thing that you need to look at is that how is that person in 11th and 12th standard how is that person during graduation um which college did that person graduate from and then you need to look at with that perspective what position he or she secured in the examination that you want to crack next so a lot of people who have been brilliant students throughout their life examinations are little bit easier to them now i'm not saying that everything that they say is not going to be applicable to you that is why i'm saying it's not like don't listen to them but listen to them with a perspective i know this because i did not used to do this back in 2013 14 15 16 i understand this because i did not even know back then that it was a propaganda and uh, i just used to blindly follow toppers and over time unfortunately a lot of students have come to me who have just said told me that i blindly followed this topper and did not work out for me i do not want that to happen to you so whenever you look at an interview you have to look at it with a perspective first of all filter the propaganda part that 
it is run by a coaching institute to bring registration or enrollment to whatever course that they are running second of all you have to look at it with a perspective obviously you are going to look at a topper and find out what is similar in him or her as compared to me then what worked for that person in that regard might work for me as well it might work for you as well ultimately you'll have to go ahead and try and see if it works for you or not don't just blindly follow anyone now fortunately there are a lot of toppers who might not have that good academic career by the way if a person is a topper who had brilliant academic past and you are a person who have brilliant academic past then you can relate to that person more and a lot of things that that person says is going to work for you but if you are not like i was not until 12th standard so my physics and mathematics from the basics were super weak so if i look to a person who graduated from some it delhi or it bombay and follow exactly what that person did then it is kind of stupid to me but i did that for a long time so if you if you can find for you that a person who has not performed that well in senior secondary or college and then that person crack this examination a lot of things will be similar to you like 80% that might be applicable in your case as well so it's all like scanning and screening process and ultimately you'll have to find out what works for you and what does not work for you this is how you're supposed to do it but then again like we humans we always want an easy path like tell me what to do and i'll do it but that's not really how it works because competitive examinations itself are like an individualistic sport so it is all dependent on you you failed it is your fault you succeeded it is all attributed to you it's 100% your credit you did everything that you're supposed to do and you got the results so if it is that much of an individualistic sport then obviously every step you have to decide before you take how come someone else will be able to guide you step by step i know this because of the kind of questions that i get a lot of times during the live sessions or in the comment sections like tell me like i got 50 marks in gate examination should i appear in gate next year or should i not how can you even ask that that simply because it is one year of your life and will you really listen to me like okay give gate again and you say okay i'll give gate again that is not how it goes if you do that you should not appear in gate examination because that's not the level of aptitude you should be having to appear in an aptitude examination jokes aside every step has to be analyzed very well and that is why these questions are not be answering in the comment section that that is not how you answer that question it is very limited information and you should never just give someone a limited information and expect a good output out of it partial knowledge is dangerous and the knowledge that partial knowledge creates which you are going to observe is like an atom bomb definitely stay away from that okay but that is all that i wanted to say about the topper interviews you should be careful about that okay now i can say this because i have been in the delivering end of it and i have been in a receiving end of it and i know that a lot of my friends have been on the both sides as well and i know that herification of toppers is wrong like no topper is supposed to be looked at like a hero what are you going to uh, 
what are you going to call the legends who served in indian army are they hero too <laughs> how are you going to discriminate right so i'm not a hero to get all india rank 4 in isro and definitely none of the toppers are heroes they did what was best to them for them and they did it well they did an amazing job they made a good career right and ultimately they are going to have a good life hopefully in the future and that's how you are supposed to look at it unfortunately this idea is lost amongst all the propaganda and advertisement a lot i know a lot of people just want to get a top rank because they think that it will automatically change their life having no idea what they want to do with their life having no idea the kind of career that they want to lead because of this propaganda because because that is what is shoved down their throat all the time 24/7 and god forbid if you keep on watching toppers all you are going to get on youtube as a recommendation are topper interviews that's all day and night so just be careful that's all that i wanted to say uh, the next topic that i wanted to talk all right i also want to add that a lot of times it is not necessary that only the toppers are going to give you good advice you should not completely reject the advices of people who are not like under 100 or under 50 now i still remember i was in barc training school and one of my friends had a rank of 700 so he was giving me some suggestions related to how to prepare for isro examination because last year he had cracked not icrb mechanical but icrb rac so i every now and then used to talk to him and his advices were pretty legit like when you apply it it is going to work so i was just joking around like even though you're not a topper you give pretty good advices and it works and he said that yeah sometimes you should not listen to toppers and maybe people with backward or rear end ranks might give you a better suggestion i immediately started laughing i thought that he was joking but he was not he was actually serious i looked at him again and he's like i'm dead serious bro why are you laughing <laughs> so that made me realize that yeah why do we actually always look at toppers for advices a lot of times you can look at people who did not do that well in examination because they made a lot of mistakes and maybe they know what mistakes they made and maybe they can share a lot i can share another experience like this so somewhere around june 2017 it was time for us to leave our pgs i was living in delhi so it was time for us to leave our pgs i was going to go for barc interview and some of my friends were going to stay over there for another year but at the same time you know june another batch starts so the new fresh junior batches joined in and you see these fresh chickens and they are just super hyped up that i'm going to crack this examination next year which is great the motivation is very important but they always used to like look down upon us not just the feeling that we felt but after talking to them because a lot of them ended up staying in the same pg that we were about to leave but they looked down upon us because we could not crack or make that well in that examination that they are about to try their best for but we knew that 
90 to 99 percent of the population over here are going to be just like us and a lot of them are going to quit in the january part itself and they are going to find it one year later so instead of them looking down upon us maybe they could have asked for some suggestions now what are the mistakes that you made maybe we are not going to repeat again but people generally don't do that people just go for the topper and like i said a lot of times the topper itself is super gifted so maybe it is not going to work for you whatever that person is saying and <laughs> this is the thing a lot of times toppers say that yeah i just studied whenever i could yeah i just solved some questions yeah i solved gateway seo questions and yeah i followed this material and it worked out for me like what the hell am i supposed to do with that information should i just yeah go ahead and study a little bit so should you should look at others as well and i had a rank of 1825 in gate examination in 2017 and my videos of guidance on how to prepare for gate examination has got like lakhs and lakhs of views my video or my channel how much every month gets close to million views every month so and and it has created a lot of toppers it has changed life of a lot of people again not taking the credit at all i'll never take a credit of a topper it ultimately depends on what you do with that information but a lot of that information does work and you are listening to me right now for the past 50 minutes for that reason only because a lot of the advices works and because of that a lot of the advices that comes out comes out genuine because a lot of people can relate to that that is also very important so definitely listen to toppers but with a perspective and with an idea of the propaganda and do not just straight away boycott the ideas that comes from someone who maybe have a little bit rear end rank sometimes they can also give a lot of advices all right as long as that person has created a good career that is also important for example anshuman mehta the best rank that he ever scored was 5000 and his life is fine he's doing great better than most i would say and he's right now doing the research that he wants to have brought him on the podcast multiple times so why wouldn't you listen to that person because he has built a brilliant career i brought shivam on the podcast and he said that he, he never filled the form of gate examination because the filling form process itself is too lengthy for him but he is doing fine and he has a lot of things to share as well so like i said the whole propaganda has led you to believe that rank is everything when it's not i've seen a person with somewhere close to 30 rank in gate 2018 all right now he got selected in iocl and after 6 months i talked to him and his position was miserable like literally miserable he was frustrated with the kind of work over there he was frustrated with the placement i do not know how well it is going right now hopefully he has found a way but bringing a very good rank does not make sure that you are going to lead a great career obviously there would be multiple more examples of people who got good rank and led a great career afterwards but there are also a lot of example of a lot of people who did not get that good rank and led a great career so this is what you need to understand are you here for a rank 
for fame because i told you that is not going to work out so ultimately what do you want you want a good life you want a great career like the tag of this podcast enhance your career so if you are looking for that then you should listen to people who have built a great career all right that's all that i'm saying over here okay now i had multiple topics to talk about but time is running out and uh, i'm going to discuss few of the questions that i got on the community post that i was talking about earlier and i'm going to discuss few of them obviously not all but over time i'm going to discuss all if it is a pressing issue i'm going to discuss it right now okay this question is good one so we are going to discuss this ashish sir i am an adherent follower of you sir sir <laughs> i got rank of ai 2000 all right too many sirs but we'll we'll survive 2021 come to science stream and then i got a state government job in andhra pradesh then even though i have applied for gate 2022 i did not attempt it seriously uh, because i thought that my present job is safe job but i'm interested in computer science research i want to definitely crack gate 2023 my question is what steps can i take to come out of the comfort zone or having a salaried government job how do you tackle with comfort zone how do i work rigorously while getting out of the comfort zone okay is a good question there are few set of things that i always used to follow while i was in college or when i was in delhi when i was at brc training school or when i was at isro and even after i left isro the things that i always follow because as humans it is super easy to become comfortable that's all that we hunt for and once we get it we are never satisfied we want to get more and more comfortable it's it's never ending all right so i'm going to share a few things that i've never actually shared so far but lived by it every day so what are they number 1 never fall in love with the place that you want to live now this is something that i've seen over and over and over again people get too comfortable like you are going to buy a comfortable bed you are going to make a lot of friends around you are going to find ways to spend your time with your friends you are going to try your best to have a good time uh you are going to maybe play sports with them uh you are going to find the best places to eat over there uh, when you start having money uh, or maybe more and more money you start buying stuff like vehicles houses better place to live you are trying to make your situation super comfortable like you want to live a good life i've seen this like people who want to leave a particular job has spent lakhs of rupees in their houses and their rooms to make it comfortable now i'll explain it with an example let us say you fall asleep in two different scenarios number 1 it is super hot 40 degrees outside and you're sleeping on floor like straight up uh the marble of the floor you're sleeping on it not even a fan is spinning to cool you down and it is uh, middle of the day 3 o'clock super hot you're sleeping over there now compare this with you are sleeping in a well cushioned mattress uh the room is air conditioned the light is just appropriate for you to fall asleep in which one do you think you are going to sleep longer on the floor you are maybe going to wake up in half an hour on that bed and maybe 8 hours 
as long as it takes for you to be rejuvenated mentally and physically. A similar thing happens when you start adding on the comfort in the place where you are living right now. I'm going to start explaining from my college life itself and I have people who can back this up. All you have to do is go and talk to my roommates at that particular time. From first year to the fourth year, if you ever walk into my room, my room was was having two people, two people in same room. My college, Sikkim and Nepal Institute of Technology, this is the kind of hostel that we used to have, two people, single room. So if you enter a room, you're going to find two beds. One bed, you're going to find a bed sheet on that. There will be a pillow on that. There will be a table beside that where you'll find a couple of books, pens, clothes lying around, like things you will not normally find in a person's room. The other side of the bed, you'll find no bed sheet. The table is completely empty. There may be a couple of scribblings on the wall, written down a few things and that's it. You'll almost come to a conclusion that this room has only one person living in it and the second person maybe nobody has been allocated over there. That's how my room used to be. Because the entire day I used to spend in library and late at night, somewhere around 10 o'clock after dinner, I used to come over there, spread the bedsheet, never used to have pillow as well. And I used to go to sleep, wake up 6 o'clock in the morning. I used to go out running. And that's how it used to be. I'll share a lot of other examples. Same, same goes with the way that I lived in Delhi. The things that I always had were only the things that I needed, nothing else. You might not believe, but till this day, I don't sleep on bed. This is, this is what I sleep on. This is a foldable mattress. It acts like an acoustic sound panel when I'm recording and it acts like a bed when I'm sleeping. That's what I do because I don't need more than this. I need a lot of things. Like this costs three, four hundred rupees. This camera costs 80,000 rupees. This mic costs 10,000 rupees. This laptop in front of me costs one lakh rupees. I I invest money where I need to. Not where I just need it for comfort. Got it. This is the way you stay out of the comfort zone. You stay on your toes. You keep working. Just whatever you want. I've seen people in ISRO. I know that they, they have some other goals. They want to leave it over time. And then at the same time, I'm seeing that they're using uh, the government job benefits to take loans, to buy bikes maybe, to buy houses, to buy land. Like half of them is like, I want to leave and half of it is like, maybe I like it. (laughs) So you have to stay on the toes. You can't get comfortable. You can't fall in love with the place that you want to leave. Because if you're going to leave, it is going to hurt if you have fallen in love with that. So if you're going to leave anyways, you should not care. I have stayed isolated in most of the places that I've lived in. Because I know that I want to leave this place over time. So that is how you stay out of the comfort zone. And obviously, it is difficult. There's no doubt. But it works. Now, a lot of people will say that some of life is supposed to be fun as well. Well, then you chose a path you're not having fun in. What I'm talking about is a path which you enjoy. For example, I enjoy making videos. 
so for that i do not need a bed obviously i do not need a super comfortable house i do not need a very expensive one i definitely do not need an expensive car although i can afford it it's not useful to me what i enjoy does not involve money and where it involves money like i said i've invested it so if you do not have any such thing which you enjoy then you are asking the wrong question first you have to ask that question that what you want to do for which you want to leave the comfort zone if you have nothing you will always spiral into building more and more comfort that's the human nature we want to stay safe we want to stay cozy and uh, that's how it is going to go but if you have something that you want to work towards then that thing that you want to work towards should be something that brings fun in itself i think that's all that i can say related to this one can i go through some of the other questions over here hmm let's see <laughs> sir what is your opinion on iitns preparing for gate <laughs> well they are going to have an easy time compared to what you are having if you are a non iitn definitely i have said this before as well the entire engineering is majorly an expansion of your 11th and 12th itself so if your 11th and 12th is amazing which you have to have if you have to get into iits then your engineering is going to be easy and gate examination is nothing but test of your basic engineering knowledge so that comes easy so they are going to have an easier time there's no doubt nobody can contradict me when i say that iitns are going to have an easier time preparing for gate examination to let us say get the same rank as compared to someone who's a non iitn now if you're saying that i am an iitn and for four years i completely flunked my classes and my cgp is somewhere around 6 well that's a different deal okay so for four years you did not study well you compare two people one from iit one from an average college four years the iitn completely wasted his time or her time and four years someone from a private college which does not even have a placement invested huge amount of time in learning and growing obviously this person is going to rise farther and faster but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about people who have studied almost at the same level throughout their four years iitns are always going to have an easier time not only that their 11th and 12th are strong but their basic graduation itself is much better the professors that are teaching them the kind of examinations that they are appearing in are much better so yeah but then again if if you have to climb mount everest if you are at nepal then obviously you are going to directly climb but if you are in tamil nadu your first job is to get to nepal then you are going to climb the mount everest does not mean that you can't climb it it's just that it is going to take more effort that's about it guys thanks for listening this is only the audio version of the podcast the video version is available on the youtube channel named talk 4712 that is t o r q 4712 other social media information will be down in the description box you can check it out momentum podcast is just one of the podcast other podcasts that we have are space cast and talk and fire space cast is on space technology talk and fire is on general topics you can pick yours or you can pick all if you pick all you have a podcast almost on a daily basis that's about it i'll see you in the next one till then bye